here to introduce you to the great musicians and music businesses and organizations of Wisconsin. Every week, Wisconsin Music Podcast will be bringing you great information on what's happening in the Wisconsin music world. For our music-loving listeners, we'll bring you music that you haven't even heard of yet from unique and talented artists and hear about their journey so far. You'll either hear live performances of their songs or songs from their selected discography. For our musicians out there wondering what they can do to further their recognition, we'll be calling upon Wisconsin music businesses and organizations to enlighten you on what they're doing to help further your music journey. And now, here's your host, Zach Fell. Thanks, Dean. Hey, everyone. Welcome again to another episode of Wisconsin Music Podcast. This week, we have Josh DuPont of Piano Fondue. It is a dual grand piano plus band entertainment group that plays covers of music from the 60s on to today. He also is going to talk about an app that he and a developer put together called Digital Setlist. So listen for that. I think this is going to be a really great thing for bands in the future when it gets to the point where other bands can use it. The Wisconsin Music Podcast is sponsored by Diamond Dave Photography, the photography that supports local music in Wisconsin. It is ready to work with your band or any solo artist on your next promo pictures or band show. To contact Diamond Dave and see previous work, check out Diamond Dave Photography on Facebook and Instagram. Wisconsin Music Podcast is also brought to you by ZTF Studio. ZTF Studio, recording and mixing services. Specializing in singles, demos, EPs, and LP projects for the last 20 years in southeastern Wisconsin, doing jazz, rock, funk, country, indie, and more. So let's get right into the interview with Josh of Piano Fondue. Welcome to the Wisconsin Music Podcast. We have Josh here from Piano Fondue, and um, we're going to just let him kind of give us a little bit of the story behind the group, and then from there we can kind of get what your music origin story is. Sounds great. Yeah, uh, Piano Fondue, we uh, based in Madison, and we've uh, been at this for 16 years now. We are an entertainment company that pretty much specializes in a dueling piano show. Okay. Uh, we've been touring Wisconsin. We've been touring the upper Midwest, greater Midwest, and uh, occasionally get around the country we do uh bar shows theater shows corporate events wedding receptions fundraisers community events you name it we have a good time doing it it's an all request show myself and the other entertainers are uh we've been doing this a long time and we're all about just bringing a party environment high energy and just a, a sing-along clap along dance along good time so who is the other piano player for this uh we've got myself We've got Michael Massey, Taras Naherniak, Jim Rip, and our uh, our Nashville area regional manager Connor Brennan. Okay, he moved down to Nashville uh, a couple years ago and and brought one of our rigs with him, and we're getting we're getting the show up and running down there. Excellent, excellent. So, what came? with the idea of having dual grand pianos on stage. Sure, yeah. Well, the concept's been around for decades. Depending upon who you ask, you get different answers on where it originated. Some say Texas, some say New Orleans. The concept of having a couple pianos up there doing a live show, high energy, has been around for for a long time. We came into this, my co-founder, 16 years ago, a fellow named Chris Lang, he, he moved down to Florida and is doing his own thing these days. But we uh, came at it as two solo musicians wanting, uh, wanting to do something together because we had very similar uh, music tastes, very similar uh, performance ethic, and really, uh, really hit it off well together. And so we wanted to, to do this thing. And it just kind of it grew pretty quickly there from the start. We uh, started off doing a set list show and quickly became an all request show. We, uh, we took off in Madison first playing. God, we were playing four, five nights a week back then. Just, uh, wow. just hitting the grind, you know? Yeah, definitely. So is it always been like two grand pianos with everybody else or have you guys had to kind of like 
gone to like electric piano for certain gigs? You know, kind of how does that work for you guys? Sure. So we t- when we use uh, our own equipment, what well, we have are baby grand piano shells made by a, a fella out in Sparks, Nevada. Uh, companies called Slam Grand, and they're beautiful, heavy wooden shells. Okay, looks just like a baby grand piano, and we put uh, digital stage pianos. Oh, okay, slide them in. God, if we were if we were hauling these suckers to our shows, setting them up every time. I mean, uh, we'd need we'd need a, a team. We'd need a team, and we'd need a piano tuner follow us around. Right whole microphone setup. these are this is way easier it sounds spectacular and, and it's just it's the illusion is complete gotcha. you know so many times so many times people um when we finish the show and they might be sticking around while uh while our technicians are tearing everything down they are they are very shocked surprised and amazed to find out <laughs> that these uh that, yeah these suckers are hollow yeah so do they break down flat? Is that how that is easy to to move them from place to place? Oh, they break down like a um, well, like a like a regular uh, baby grand piano. They flip on the sides. Okay, legs come off, lid comes off, and there you go. They're still still five feet tall and foot and a half deep when you're when we're rolling them out of there. Gotcha. Okay, cool. And then, like you said, you have electronics placed inside of it. Is is it a certain brand that you have? No, we've uh, we've been using Yamaha's okay since the beginning. Gary, uh, the fellow out in Nevada, uh, designed designed the pianos around around the Yamaha form factor. You know, you could you could put pretty much any standard eighty eight key digital piano in there. But you know, we use we use Yamaha. Start off with P two fifties. Now we're using CP three hundreds and CP fours. They sound amazing. Yeah, you know, the professional grade workhorses. And uh, yeah, we we abuse them. Well, and if they you need something that's going to hold up to being you know performed on, especially when you're doing like like you said, when you used to do like four to six shows a week. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know we're, we're playing for hours, and it's like I said, it's high energy. It's all rock and roll. You know, rock and roll and hip hop and country and. Yeah, that was that was going to be my next question. Is like, who are bands and artists are you guys covering in your shows? Yeah, so. We we've got thousands of songs between between the group of us, um, and yeah, we're we're covering everything from you know from from the big band era to uh, to, to current current top top one hundred songs, top tens. Uh, we we we've got. I would say you know now that we're now that we're doing shows in person again. You know, we're back to hitting the big, the big, uh, you know, Sweet Carolines, Don't Stop Believing's, Piano Man, of course, yeah. uh, Benny and the Jets. Uh, so we, we hit, so we, we hit, we hit those every show because, you know, folks aren't going to let us get away without doing right. it. But then, you know, you've got, you've got the, uh, the, 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 the classics, you know, maybe, maybe there are folks there who want to hear your uh your fly me to the moons new york new york's maybe you've got the folks there who want to hear their uh you know their their 90s great songs 90s terrible songs (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna you know if we have to play ice ice baby we're gonna do it you know we've got uh we're playing justin bieber we're playing Ariana Grande playing BTS, you know, same time we're playing the who we're playing the Beatles, you know, we're playing Pink Floyd. Okay. I gotcha. So what are some of like your favorites that you like to add to the show? Oh my gosh. Well, I'm, I'm a big Elton John fan. I suppose not surprisingly. So, uh, anytime, anytime it's a, uh, non-traditional Elton John song. I get real excited. Uh, you know, I'm happy to play. I'm happy to play Rocket Man, you know, over and over and over again. Folks often, uh, folks often come up and they're like, hey, you know, I bet, I bet you hate playing Piano Man. Tell me the truth. Tell me the truth. You hate <laughs> it, don't you? And I said, uh, every time, same answer. Dude, 
if I hated playing Piano Man, I would be in the wrong business. <laughs> that's not, that's, that is, that would not work. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, so yeah, so Elton John's, it's, uh, you know, I love, I love a lot of the old 60s tunes. Uh, I've actually been listening to uh, 60s on Spotify the last couple of days. Um, a lot of my time, honestly, is spent listening to, uh, to Top 40 um, just so that I can keep up. Yeah. You know, make sure, make sure that it's fresh. Uh, cause our shows, we have, you know, we have 20 year olds at our shows. Well, when we're playing community shows, you know, we have, we have kids, we have octogenarians, everything in between. Mm -hmm. So we really have to be, really have to be prepared. And, um, yeah, and when you can slide something in that's only been on the radio for a month or two, it really it really takes the show to the next level. You know, you really it goes from a it goes from a great show to an amazing show because folks just were not expecting that. So, what are like some of the newer songs that you guys have added to your set list? Oh Lord! So, what are some of the newer songs? I haven't added butter yet, but I suppose I'll need to. It's got Dynamite by BTS, and that's a that that's fun. Uh, Levitating by Dua Lipa, I've done a few times recently. The fun thing about our, our show, and actually the uh, the new thing about our show, is that we've moved from the old school piano bar, write your song on a piece of paper, bring it up to the uh, to the piano player slapping down a $5 bill and letting things roll. What we've done is we've uh, developed a piece of software here in Madison with a local developer called BendyWorks. And it's called the Digital Set List. And okay. what it is, it's a website where you go on and uh, you get on the show and you see the set list laid out all the songs that people have requested already. Um, along with a, uh, a, a number of credits that people put on them. And you can go in there, you can sign in, and uh, you can grab one of those songs, boost it up to the top, and we'll play it next. Or you can search our database and put a new song into the set list, put it wherever you want. And you see when it's going to come up. Other people can boost your song up. Uh, other people can boost their songs in front of your song. Uh, it's, it takes, it takes the old piano bar style of making requests and makes it a lot more transparent because you see exactly what's up there. You're not bringing up a request that you have no idea if someone else has already brought it up gotcha. because it's right there. It's right there on your phone. You can see it right there. It all updates in real time. Everybody sees the same thing. Uh, and we're operating from the same thing too. So yeah, we've we, we've got thousands of songs on the database on on the uh, on the digital set list, along with some curated lists that we've just kind of put together to give folks some ideas. And we have a list of today's top hits, and yeah, it's got it's got about fifty songs on it from the uh, Billboard Global Top 200. Um, yeah, everything from Levitating, Dua Lipa, Bang by AJR. Uh, you know, we've got some newer T Swift and Post Malone, the uh, Billie Eilish. You know, Doja Cat. Everybody, okay. all, all the all the all the new acts we're we're trying to cover. Nice, very nice. So let's uh, let's use a time machine. Let's go back to when you were a kid and kind of give us your music origin story. Where you got started? Did you come from a musical family? Were you part of the school band? Stuff like that. Yeah, I um. Grew up, uh, originally I'm from the Gulf Coast of Mississippi. So I grew up on the Gulf Coast. Um, my family wasn't, wasn't, uh, you know, wasn't, we're, weren't music performers, but they were music lovers. We always had, always had uh, the radio on in the car, singing along. My mother played uh, some piano. Uh, my sister and I picked up uh, piano lessons, you know, around, uh, I started at 11. 
Okay. Played the trumpet in band. Really, uh, really went full in uh, on band. Uh, all the way through middle school, high school. Did uh, did some drum corps uh, during the summer one year. Uh, played in jazz bands. Obviously, jazz was uh, was a big influence down uh, on the Gulf Coast. Here, just an hour away from New Orleans. Uh, so jazz, Mardi Gras influence. Um, so I was brought up on, you know, brought up on oldies radio. So here in all the classic uh, 50s, 60s tunes. So this was, uh, I was born in 78. So I guess I was coming, coming to all this, you know, late 80s, early 90s. Did uh did band all the way through, uh did some choir, at the end of high school, started figuring out rock and roll piano, on my own there at the end of high school. Okay. Went to college uh in Jackson, Mississippi, a uh, little liberal arts college called Millsaps. Originally, uh, I was majoring in physics, so I was a bit of uh science geek too back then mm-hmm. ah, still i still am but but not uh <laughs> not uh not not it's not my sole passion yeah uh wound up majoring in music there at Millsaps. okay and uh and and continuing doing choral music vocal performance all the while uh all the while continuing to work on those rock piano chops did a stint in Texas uh, for a few years after that. I was directing uh, a church music program there in Texas, also doing some professional choral singing. A few years after that, moved to Madison and uh, kind of uh, after doing a few gigs here and there with local musical theater, Started finding uh, finding a uh, finding a group here in town, and uh, and doing some more some more rock and roll, uh, more full time. And then met up with Chris, created Piano Fondue, quit day jobs, and the rest. Uh, the rest is recent history. Gotcha. The song goes like this. Unfortunately, we don't really know the words of this song. We got them long ago. So, uh, maybe you guys help. When this started back in, so 16 years ago would be 2005, right? That's when you guys got started. And back then, we didn't really have social media. I think the only things kind of 
that we had out there was kind of like Milwaukee Rocks and um, Sonic Bids and stuff like that. Was that were you using any of that kind of stuff to kind of get your name out at that time, or were you using other avenues to kind of promote the band? Well, we were uh, no, we were we were going analog, man. We were hitting the pavement, knocking on doors. Uh, you know, we were using using our uh, local network of uh, of friends and contacts in the musical theater uh, community, as well as uh, you know some of the service industry uh, groups. As as we became as we became a little more uh, successful, um, word word spread and uh, stopped having to knock on so many doors and were mostly just kind of fielding, fielding inquiries. We were playing, um, we were playing every Thursday. This was our first big, uh, big gig. We were playing every Thursday at a bar called Madison's on King Street. And that really wound up being a hot, hot spot. Um, the place was absolutely jam-packed. Uh, you know, gives me gives me goosebumps and fever chills now. Now with the uh, now with COVID in the back of our minds. Yeah. But yeah, they were packed in. You couldn't you could not walk from one side of the room to the other. So we were doing that every week and um, started adding. We were playing at. Uh, Started playing at the Dells a couple times a week. Also, um, playing at Pedro's, which was a uh, Mexican restaurant uh, here in Madison, East and West. We we bop back and forth between those. Babes over on the West Side. We had a we had a really full calendar, and then started started doing some more uh, weddings and fundraisers, and then started kind of uh, picking and choosing a little more where we played as far as uh, public shows went. Cool. Diamond Dave Photography, the photography that supports local music in Wisconsin and is ready to work with your band or any solo artist on your next promo pictures or band show. To contact Diamond Dave and see previous work, check out Diamond Dave Photography on Facebook and Instagram. Wisconsin Music Podcast is also brought to you by ZTF Studio. ZTF Studio recording and mixing services, specializing in singles, demos, EPs, and LP projects for the last 20 years in southeastern Wisconsin, doing jazz, rock, funk, country, indie, and more. ZTF Studio brings success to your recording project. All right, back to the interview. So now that we're starting, hopefully, hopefully we're not going to get another wave of COVID, but as things are starting to open up, and um, places are allowing live music again, having more patrons being there. What are some of the places that you are looking forward to to play in at, and what have you guys booked for later this summer? Yeah, we could not be more excited to get back into it. This past weekend, uh, which would have been June 10th, Thursday, was our first in-person event. Uh, this side of the of the pandemic and we were down in Janesville performing for the Janesville Performing Arts Center that's a uh, that's a partnership that we've had for years doing uh, multiple events throughout their season there at the theater this summer they are doing their concert series entirely outdoors at uh, at some of the local Janesville Parks. We'll be back there on August 12th. This past uh, event was uh, set up before the latest uh, CDC guidelines came out. So it was uh, more distanced and more limited as far as attendance. Uh, and those, those are going to be uh, expanded for the August 12th event. Okay. So we're looking forward to that. Cause it was, it was a lot of fun, about 150 people that they had, uh, that they had, uh, sold reserved distance spaces in the park to, uh, well rather not sold to, they, they reserved, um, Janesville. They've got an amazing relationship with the community and actually wound up getting all of our shows sponsored, uh, by folks there in the community so 
they didn't actually have to sell tickets, which was nice. phenomenal. Very nice. Yeah. Then we did a, uh, a show the next night in Bagley, Wisconsin, Blake Hollow Barn. That was a ticketed event. That was a blast. Then we did a wedding on Saturday. This upcoming weekend, we are doing our first show at Wisconsin Brewing Company of the Year. That's another uh, place that we've had a long partnership with. That we will be back at um, in July on the 24th. And that's always a absolute blast. We get a few thousand people there. It's right in their backyard. They've got huge grass uh, back there, little pond, the beer. It's a fantastic show. Definitely make sure you come out to that one. Uh, and it's also a show that works really, really nicely with the digital set list because you might be sitting, you know, 50, 60 yards away. You're not going to want to get up walk to the pianos, <laughs> write down a thing, go back to where you were, remember the other thing you wanted, right. walk back to the pianos. No, it's there in your hand. Do it on your phone. Sit back, relax, enjoy your beer. Then if you get impatient, pick up your phone again and bump it up to the top. Gotcha. And obviously this is all basically in real time, so you guys can watch it as you're playing Absolutely. and seeing what songs are starting to go more towards the top. Cool. Very cool. Absolutely. No, it's a real... Uh, it's a really slick uh, mechanism that these folks at Bendyworks came up with. It's actually a very, very small amount of data that goes back and forth. So you're yeah. not gobbling up your plan. Um, and, it, and it makes it work really fast and right in real time. So what you wind up seeing is when we're finishing a song, all of a sudden, folks have been waiting. They've been waiting to snipe gotcha. that, that next song. Yeah. So you see this huge shift and boom, <laughs> boom, boom, new song, boom, new song, boom. And so we're just kind of waiting. We might play a little something while they're trying to figure out what songs we be next. We do a big countdown, boom, next song, whatever it was. And they're there. And, and we just, we just run with it. And the same thing happens after that song. It's a lot of fun. People really enjoy it. Uh, God, I remember when we first started, when we first started, the uh that digital setlist show down in Janesville when we were in the theater when we're in the theater we've got the set list real time projected okay. on the big movie screen right. behind us so we're doing the song getting folks to sing along then all of a sudden everyone's favorite song bumps up to the top and people just start cheering <laughs> in the middle of whatever song we were doing yeah the first time it happened really threw us for a loop we didn't know what the heck was going on but uh man it it just it, it takes the energy to a whole new level and that's really what our show is all about it is about first just playing the hell out of these songs really high quality performance based you know we're not just you know banging out a schlocky version of right. whatever no we are we are in it to win it Hundred percent, every single song we are singing the hell out of it. Uh, so first off, you're going to get great performances of these songs. Yeah. Second off, we are going to we're going to ask you to step up. We're going to want you to help us sing the big parts. We're going to get you up on your feet. We're going to get you singing and dancing along. It's all about high, high energy and crazy awesome performance. Sounds like a definitely a, a party. That needs to be happening. Oh, for sure. So if there's other, obviously there's other bands that listen in to this podcast. If they want to use this kind of service, is that available to them or is this just to you guys? So right now it is, it's just, it's just on our, uh, it's just on our post, but yeah, we are uh, working on plans to uh, what they call white box, white box, the, uh, the, the, the app, you know, scrub it of all the piano fondue stuff. Gotcha. So you can slap, you know, A, B, or C band on there. They can upload their database of songs 
it could be all originals. It could be a band that just has all their original stuff, you know, and you take it to the show and the fans are there. The fans know what songs they want and they'll move those songs up to the top. You know, it's, uh, there aren't, and there are, there's, there's no, they're making sure that you're doing everything exactly what the app says. So if you've got new stuff, you throw those in. Gotcha. You know, this is a new one. We think you guys are going to dig it. Here's what you do while we're doing this, while you guys are grooving, make sure you're deciding what song's going to be next. You know? Gotcha. Yeah. That's, and that, that's, that's how the whole thing works. That's how, that's how it works with our show. That's how it can work with it with anyone else. So yeah, that's, that's in, in, in kind of the, uh, the thought process of what we would eventually do with, with the, uh, with the app because it's been working really well for us. I can see uh, lots of, um, artists out yeah. there, even probably you know top Billboard artists that would want to have something like that sometime in the future. For sure, yeah, no, it really hasn't escaped our imagination. You know, just imagining being at an arena show. You know, because like I said, these are these the the, the data that we're talking about is absolutely infinitesimally small. So yeah, it could it could handle ten thousand people using it at once. Right, and. It, I take it as it's like a it's like a PayPal or some kind of way that they pay for getting the song to go up. Yeah, yeah. So so how it works is, you know, we've got it set up so you you when you sign in for the first time, you can do it with Facebook, you can do it with Google. And if you share your email address with us, you know, to get on our mailing list. Right. We'll give you we'll give you X number of credits for free. Gotcha. So you can play around, see see how it works, and then yeah, you can buy more credits using uh, the the it, it's right in app, and it's a uh, it uses Braintree, the digital um, setlist app, which was really cool. So hopefully you guys can get that out to other people and and maybe even make some money off of it. For sure, yeah, digitalsetlist.com. Check it out. Tells you how to use it. You can log right in, see what the upcoming shows are. It's all right there online. Nothing to download in your app store. It just uses your browser. Cool. Very cool. Um, let's move on to the next segment I talk about is local scene attitude. So obviously you guys have yeah. been playing for a long time now. So you guys have seen the positives and the struggles in your local scene. So why don't you kind of let the listeners kind of get your point of view of what you think the positives are of your local scene. Sure. Our local scene in Madison and the surrounding area is great. We get we get a lot of great feedback from uh, from a lot of the uh, venues that we're playing at. You know, as far as as far as the local uh, public music scene, we uh, yeah we've had great experiences working over like at me and Julio in Fitchburg. Uh, we've had a long relationship with them. We've played a lot of uh, event spaces. We've done, we, we, we do a, a ton of private events. So we have a really great relationship with a lot of private event spaces. You know, as far as music is concerned in town, you know, I, I really love seeing how much so many of the venues, small venues, large venues, have really tried to, to figure out how to take care of the local musicians during the pandemic, and especially now that things are opening up again. It's really great seeing you know places like cafe coda on willie street constantly putting on uh you know new jazz blues events uh god I'm, I, it seems like every single day they've got something really hip going on down there yeah uh it's cool seeing the venue like the sylvie set up a uh, a small stage where they can bring in, you know, a ton of, of local talent to sit in and, and you know, and, and play. Um, 
you know, venues like Garver Feed Mill. You know, there's large spaces that now have the, the capability to host a smaller group that can that can play to uh you know play to a crowd that may be a little more hesitant to have to lose that distancing that we got so used to uh in the pandemic it's really uh it's really heartening to see how much uh outreach and how much uh openness and welcomeness a lot of a lot of these places to affect. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then, what are some of the struggles that you've seen over the years with the local scene that you would like to see maybe improve? A lot of times, the um, the larger stages, um, you know, your beer tents, your uh, your brat fests, your uh, you know your your big your big party shows. It's wonderful that we've got some tremendous high energy party bands in town, of which we are one. Uh, it is, um, you know, a lot of times these bands can crowd out some uh, some up and comers. I think um, there is room. And especially now, I feel there's more room for the up and comers. So it's very promising. Uh, but a lot of times, you can you can see how someone can feel crowded out. Yeah. Um. We ran into that. We ran into that a few times when we were first starting out. Um. Now not as much. So uh, I don't know if it's a little more open or we've become part of the problem. Probably a little more of the latter. But um, it, it is nice to see that it feels like that might be changing, uh, especially with, after the pandemic, having more spaces and more creativity in what these spaces look like. Yeah. Cool. You know, and another, another thing that I think we might be getting, uh, that we might be losing, uh, is how much some places might be chasing that bottom line yeah you know instead of seeing music as something they offer their patrons a lot of times pe people will see it as how can we use this as a money-making endeavor for our space instead of something that we're doing for people who are already in our space uh this this you know this isn't of course for music venues that's that's what they're about right more about uh you know some of these other event spaces or restaurants or bars um we've we've had the uh we've had the fortune to uh to work with a lot of places that do see it as an extra something that they're giving back to their patrons um you know your your places your places like uh, like me and Julio, your places like Wisconsin Brewing Company, uh, we've really enjoyed uh, those relationships because we feel like there's a lot of pressure that's lifted. It's all about having a good time, and it's all about giving giving their clients uh, and their crowd and giving giving back to the folks who have given so much to them i think that's a lot of fun those are a lot of uh those are those are some real fun shows to play yeah so the next part i would get to with with uh with bands would be um with groups was like what their current recording project is and from the email that you sent me previously you said you don't really you since you guys do covers mostly you don't really have anything you know like a original music comp or uh, recording project going on correct right well piano fondue proper doesn't have a project like that going on right um however you know our our individual musicians uh they do uh they're always always hard at work um michael massey has released oh man 
probably probably I don't know eight ten albums. Uh, Jim Rip has uh, has a few tunes, uh, new age type tunes that are currently sitting in uh, top five on Broad Jam. Uh, Connor Brennan down in Nashville is uh, is constantly working on new material. His uh, his old band Woodrow uh, played in Madison. They have uh, they have a couple records out. Also, my wife Francie Phelps um, has uh, she is a vocalist and she works with us a lot too. Um, either as an extra voice during the dueling shows or as a vocalist for a, uh, for a duo show where we'd have one piano and, uh, and two vocalists. Um, you know, she has been a featured vocalist on some of Mike's albums. She was a featured vocalist on my album. Uh, and, and we've, we've certainly talked about exploring some stuff together in the uh, not so distant future. So we've got a lot of folks who, uh, who create a lot of music on their own and we're happy to give our, uh, our musicians uh, access to Piano Fondue's larger, you know, marketing mechanism. Yeah. We've got, we've got a, a pretty, pretty solid mailing list and, uh, and social media presence. So we're happy to share that with them. And not only our musicians, but also our technicians. We've got a technical team of half dozen or so uh, folks who do all of our sound and lighting and setup. And a lot of them are awesome musicians. Um, and we're, we're happy to help with them out when we can as well. Excellent. Excellent. As we're wrapping this up, last couple of questions I have for you is many talk about like a work life balance and some, are really good with it and some are struggling with it. Where do you find yourself with the work-life balance? Well, right now, uh, right now it's a real struggle. Um, the pandemic was very, very difficult to, uh, to find a balance. Uh, my wife and I are foster parents. Um, so we've got, uh, littles in the house, you know, the, some of the preschool and, and childcare was shut down, of course, during the pandemic. So, right, uh, it became, you know, it, it became family first. So it became very, uh, very house oriented. It wasn't getting away to the office uh, to work on piano fondue. Francie was never getting away to work on piano fondue. So it was very difficult to find that 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 good balance. Um, that being said, we survived. You know, yeah. Family unit is intact. Nobody hates anybody. Well, that's good. <laughs> so, uh, so I think we might be uh, be finding that balance. But uh, yeah, it took it took a, a big hit there in the pandemic. But I think we might have also discovered some tools that we can use in the future as we try to figure out what that balance is going to look like. Because, yeah, when you're talking about a group like ours where we do a lot of corporate events, we do a lot of wedding receptions, yeah. fundraisers, private things, there's a lot of client-side interaction and a lot of, a lot of service that our clients are expecting outside of just the two, three, four hours that we're performing for them. Gotcha. Okay. Sometimes I ask this one, a gig that made an impression on you and why did it make such an impression on you? <laughs> I guess uh, I guess I'll go with the first thing that popped in my head. The the, the the show that popped into my mind immediately was this was back in the back in the day. It was the first time we were asked to do a show for a school, for like an elementary school. Okay. And we were like, sure, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out when we get there. Uh, but we'll take the gig. And we were, we were just racking our brains. You know, what are, what are the shows that, that, you know, eight-year-olds are watching 
you know, what are, oh, I don't know. We have to figure out what these guys are into. First thing, we were like, what do you kids want to hear? What, you know, what, let's get going. Some kid in the back, little kid, first, second grader, slow ride, a fog hat. <laughs> we were like, what? <laughs> How do you even know that song? My dad listens to it in the car. We're like, oh, yeah, this is going to work just fine. <laughs> did a great show. Did a great show. And it was like the Beatles were playing. Yep. The kids were screaming after every single song. It was, it was, it was a wild experience going in, expecting one thing, utterly terrified of this sea of tiny people and then just just being met with so much love appreciation and just utter elation and us getting to play some some great classic right, rock right right <laughs> excellent excellent yeah yeah i i'm actually i have my degree in music education i've been teaching music for, since 1999 and i taught elementary school for about 9 years so yeah they don't care who you are. If you come into the school and just give them a time away from every from the you know the the usual grind of the day, they're going to yeah. be so excited and so happy. Yeah, it was it was one of the most not one of the most. It was the most appreciative crowd we had ever played. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's just pure happiness. There is no double thinking on it at all. It's just that's exactly right. Not caring, not caring if someone's watching them enjoy it. Right. Oh, should I should I be dancing to this? I don't know. They don't care. They don't care. They don't nope. care. They're about the experience. Exactly, exactly. The last thing I ask is what's on your playlist right now? Local or non local? Right now, at this uh this very moment, I uh yeah, I was listening to uh to sixties. Sixties on Spotify. So right. uh what was I? What was I listening? First song that popped up today was "Green Green Grass at Home" by Tom Jones. Okay. Yeah. Green Green Grass at Home, Velvet Underground, Sam Cooke. Love me some Sam yeah, Cooke. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just incredible. Uh, yeah, Aretha Franklin. Love and Spoonful. Yeah, that's uh, that's my go-to place when I really want to feel good. I, I listened to some sixties sixties tunes and, and they really they really hit me right. Yeah. They really uh they will they will they will scratch that itch no matter what the itch is. Well Josh, I I'm I've run out of questions. Is there anything that I haven't uh touched on that you want to talk about before I let you go? You know, I am just uh super stoked to have to have the opportunity to uh to chat about music, to chat about the uh, the business, to chat about the shows, and uh, we are <laughs> we're still riding high from this uh, this first opening weekend of ours, and uh, and cannot cannot wait to uh, to continue continue this awesome ride this summer. Um, pretty much every single Saturday is uh, is booked, and we're filling in Fridays here and there getting uh getting weird weekday shows popping in uh but yeah if if you want to come check it out have a good time pianofondue.com is a great place to start we're also uh also on social media facebook uh is where we where we keep most of our events uh updated and even though the uh, the pandemic is coming to a close knock on wood uh, we're still live streaming a lot of these shows too. So if you are uh, stuck at home, watching the kids doing whatever, you could probably catch one of our shows on the live stream and participate virtually using the digital set list because <laughs> it doesn't matter where you are. Right. You can be requesting. We had folks who've been watching our live streams throughout the pandemic. We've been we had them sitting at home playing along with the Big Janesville show that we did last week. So that's that's a fun it's a fun uh, side effect of having uh, of having this um, live stream culture 
uh, alongside the digital settling. Definitely. And it's technology is only going to get better and better. So yeah. I don't think live streams ever going to fall to the wayside anytime soon. Yeah. I mean, why, why would it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, Josh, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was a great conversation. Have a great time this, this summer playing as much as you can and hopefully we'll get to speak soon. Thank you so much. It was a blast. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, another episode of Wisconsin Music Podcast in the books. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Josh from Piano Fondue, and I look forward to many more interviews through the summer. If you're interested in being on the Wisconsin Music Podcast interview, or fill out the guest request on the website at www.wisconsinmusicpodcast.com. Once I get your information, we'll get you all set up. I'm actually have interviews set up all the way through the end of September. So October is the next opening for interviews. So get your requests in as soon as you can, even if you have an album coming out later this year or early next year. Let's get you guys on the books and get your interview up so people can hear about what you're doing. If you're interested, we have a new feature on Friday. It's called the Friday Music Showcase, where I showcase two different artists and they give us a little bio about themselves and a little information behind each song. If you're interested in being on the Friday Music Showcase, please email wisconsinmusicpodcast at gmail.com. In the subject, type in Friday Music Showcase, and in the email itself, Send two songs, a little bio about yourself, and the stories behind each song. Also, send me your social links as well. I'd like to thank Nate Wyckoff for creating the music for the Wisconsin Music Podcast, and to Dean Bundy for our great voiceover in the beginning and intro. Thanks to Jacob at CW Hip Hop for syndicating our podcast every Monday at 4 p.m. at CWHipHop.com. Also, ZTF Studio Recording and Mixing Services. Specializing in singles, demos, EPs, and LP projects for the last 20 years in southeastern Wisconsin, doing jazz, rock, funk, country, indie, and more. Thanks again, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you on Friday. Have a great week.